for a lot of people, the conversation is then more on the technological side. How do we solve that? Alexa will really understand what I'm saying. How do we make voices sound better and so on? Which from that part doesn't have that much to do with audio branding, but uh, brings the conversation, I don't know, it gets it rolling. And all of a sudden it's not just how do we make voices sound better? The point comes where they say, okay, we need to decide who's speaking. And that's when people think about identity. You say, okay, we, we don't want to use a Siri voice or, you know, Alexa voice. We need, need a voice of our own. Welcome to the Sound in Marketing podcast. Today's episode is our part two conversation with Alex Woodrich from Why Do Birds. We talked about his experience building the sounds of the Hyundai Pavilion for the 2018 Winter Olympic Games in South Korea, implementation of that sound as well as previous sound work they'd done with the brand, and how it's actually more important to implement sound in your marketing strategy if you're a small brand rather than a big one. Here's part two of my interview with Alex. Another example that I'd love for you to, to speak on a little bit is your Hyundai Pavilion yeah. that you put together. I'm a big, big believer on finding the organic element of something and then putting the musicality to it so that the organic part is that unique, that unique snippet of whatever you're portraying. And then you put the, the musicality in it to kind of hook someone. And I feel like you did that very, very well for the, for the pavilion using, you know, elements, uh, like water and uh, like that sort of thing. The whole idea behind the, the pavilion was that they wanted to showcase their fuel cell technology. And so we had to get a little bit into that to find a way to express that in audio. And of course, water plays a role and uh, it's, 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 it's weird, it's electricity. The whole pavilion, I mean, that was done for the Olympic Games when they were in uh, Korea. Hyundai, Hyundai, sort of like they felt like they were almost like the host of it. Because if you go to Korea, there's only two big brands, and that's Samsung and Hyundai. We, we, we worked with them for about a year and a half or so before the Pavilion Project came along. That means we were all set with uh, so much material on the brand. And uh, we had... I don't know, the, the whole corporate sound had been developed. But then it came to this new challenge of communicating something in a pavilion on, in which people spend like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes walking through it and trying to experience fuel cell technology. And, and we did crazy stuff, work with underwater microphones, when you extract electricity in, uh, in, in the fuel cell technology, you said, okay, let's extract grains of sound out of audio bits. And we broke everything into pieces and came up with pretty fancy sounds. The good thing at the end of the day was that it all sounded really neat and pleasant as well. So it's not just technological stuff that we put together, but at the end of the day, it has to sound good as well. <laughs> you know, it has to be pleasant. Absolutely. Person walking through, and uh, I, I loved it when when the person was like in charge of the brand in, in Korea and said that the sound gave the room and, and the whole pavilion so much about dignity and uh, so we thought, okay wow <laughs> if you feel that, that's not so bad you know so that was a pretty pretty cool project yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you kind of had a follow up to that, too, that they took they extracted those sounds uh, and the sonic branding that you came up with and they started putting it into their their brand as a whole. It was the other way around because we, um, we, we had a lot of sounds beforehand that we uh, because we the whole corporate sound project was actually basically finished. We had done everything you could do for a brand. We created soundscapes that run eight hours like for, for their um, showrooms, you know, where they sell the cars. Mm-hmm. When you start at nine o'clock in the morning, it ends at six o'clock in the evening and it changes over the course of the day. And it's, it's filled with Hyundai sound elements. And we worked for uh, the in-car sounds and the functional stuff. Uh, so we, we, done so much work that we had a lot of material to draw from once we came to the uh, pavilion project so we made use of that and um, so that was the uh, the order of how things happened that's wonderful i i think that that's so much that's so beneficial when you can find a company that will continue to work with you rather than just doing a one-off here and there Uh, My husband and I have an audio video production company and whenever it's a one-off for any kind of project, whether it's video or music, uh, it it doesn't have quite the same grasp as if you commit, like the two companies commit to work together and you can work alongside and you both grow together and you both understand each other that Mm. much better. And I would imagine towards the end of your projects with Hyundai or um, any of the other companies that you've worked with extensively, it gets easier and easier. You understand the executives, what they're asking for. You understand the brand that much, you know, that much stronger. Uh, I, I just see benefits to that. Definitely. Yeah, 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 of course. I mean, it's really usually the projects where, you know, you, you enter um, and they just say, okay, we want this and this, please deliver that. And three months later, you leave again your results won't last long either. You know, you have to stick with them, with the client and uh, do a lot of work together with them to make sure that implementation uh, is kept up and um, people continue to use it. Because, you know, branding projects, some people think, okay, this is a project for, for, I don't know, half a year. Next year I'll do corporate fashion and whatever, and I have budget for that. And next year it'll be, I don't know, something else. But... It's not a project, it's a process and it's ongoing. And if you think uh, that after two years you can just stop doing uh, working on it or with it, then that's the end of the audio branding that you've created because people will lose interest. You just need to keep it up and update things and keep it interesting for, I don't know, agencies to use and uh, employees to keep working with it, you know? Well, and also with our industry being yes and no brand new, <laughs> kind of brand new and not brand new, but with with the standards that are happening, with the just the, the possibilities in sound that are popping up, I feel like every day, uh, it would be of benefit for that company to stay with that sound agency as they're learning what is on the forefront and they could adjust uh, the this the sonic branding and the tones to that company to reflect what's happening. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, what have you seen in the sound marketing landscape lately that has fascinated you? That you're super intrigued about? It could be technology. It could be a campaign. What is interesting you lately? Well, I don't know. Everybody's almost getting a bit annoying already. But everybody's been talking about obviously voice and the smart speakers and um, which is of course. Uh, 
an important aspect and I guess it, it helps the, our industry because the conversation is going that way. It's audio is the conversation, but for a lot of people, the conversation is then more on the techni technological side. Um, how do we solve that, that Alexa will really understand what I'm saying? How do we make voices sound better and so on? Which from that part, doesn't have that much to do with audio branding, but uh, it brings uh, brings the conversation. In, I know it gets it rolling, <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's not just um, how do we make voices sound better. Then it's the point comes where they, okay, we need to decide who's speaking, and that's when people think about identity. You say okay, we we don't want to use a Siri voice or you know Alexa voice. We need a voice of our own. So that's a very, very interesting part. Um, we've been doing a lot more voice projects in the last 12 months than we've probably done the five years before. Mm. We have to do a lot of castings. A lot of brands are asking for brand voices, um, which sometimes starts with just saying, okay, we want to have a like, consistency in the same voice over artist and um, work with them. Uh, continuously to then um, maybe later on find a way to digitalize that voice and I don't know get it into a smart speaker at the moment right now it's still not that easy to you know tell Alexa that you've created your own voice for your own brand and um, just to implement it there so that's one topic. Another one's also technological stuff. I think it's, it's a lot of AI topics are coming up where AI helps to find um, sound, for, uh, sound for brands and uh, which can be helpful in a way. But it's also a little off of like the creative process. But that's a big topic, I think, the AI thing. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I've been, I've been starting to pay closer and closer attention to that conversational AI and things like that. Yeah. It's a yeah. whole new thing. Um, just to, to wrap up, one of the things that I kind of preach about is that sound marketing is a way for big and small companies to get in on. A small company could potentially compete with a bigger company because of the accessibility of creating sonic branding over, you know, buying a broadcast ad commercial or something like that. What would you suggest? Uh, what ways should people explore big or small companies? What's a good entry point to explore what sound marketing could look like for their company or brand? Well, you know, um, it's, it's funny, you know, actually, I think the smaller you are, the, the less touch points you have with audio. I think it's all, all the more important it is to make sure to, to have a consistent messaging on those. It means if you're a small brand and you don't have a lot of budgets, every click is so important that you get. You know, every person who gets into contact with your brand is important. I don't know, if you're, I don't know, Siemens, you're just so, you're just too big to fail, you know. It's, mm. uh, I think they could survive easily without having a, a sonic branding. And uh, I mean, it's obviously, it's, it's the job to do, I mean, if you work in marketing and in branding, you need to find a, a clear identity for your brand. But I think the smaller you are, the more important it is, actually. And if you think about, you know, who are we, who are we talking to, who are we trying to reach, and uh, all that, and you need to answer those questions anyways to have a vision for yourself. 
and for your company, you can do a lot with audio and it doesn't really matter if you have like a jingle, everybody can sing on the street, but um, wherever you have sound or communicate, you should communicate in a consistent way that the people who receive your messaging can say, oh yeah, that fits to that brand. And that, that's uh, obviously that makes sense. You don't want to have this world where people just wonder all the time, mm, oh, why, why does it sound like this? It doesn't really make sense for them. Or why do they look different now? Or, you know, it's like you don't change the color of your hair every day because you've, you, you've got your own style of clothes, what you wear, and uh, people recognize that. And would probably be surprised if you be somebody completely, <laughs> completely different. And also, um, uh, you have your own voice. You have a voice. And, and now that we've talked, I think I'd recognize you. If you called me tomorrow, you wouldn't have to tell me your name. Say, oh, hi. Nice to talk to you again. And that's, I think, what should be like with brands as well. You should be able to recognize them after a while. And they should become something like an acquaintance and a friend. Yes, absolutely. I think that the the voice industry is so centered on emotions and relatability that it, yes absolutely yeah. so if anybody wanted to contact you or why do birds on a potential project or some questions how could they get a hold of you oh well it's why do birds dot de uh, the de is for uh, the german website actually we just got the dot com because we thought well now that <laughs> it's getting more and more internet i think if you put in dot why do birds dot com you'd also probably land on website um yeah just just get on the website and you can contact us uh look for us you can check us out on vimeo we have a huge channel with so many projects our website as well so yeah please get in touch we'd be happy to help <laughs> <laughs> wonderful well thank you so much alex for joining me today mm. i know you're a busy guy so thank you for making time uh, well thanks for the uh, great conversation yeah thank you <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us for this latest episode of the Sound and Marketing Podcast. Brands are like people. They have a personality and a style. Their sound should have that as well. We wouldn't change our visual logo every other day, so why should our sound be any different? For more of the Sound and Marketing Podcast, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and share. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Stitcher. To get a hold of Alex at Why Do Birds, you can find him at whydobirds.de backslash en. For inquiries on producing and developing your own podcast or for inquiries on sonic branding and sonic branding consultation availabilities, you can find me at Dreamer Productions. That's D-R-E-A-M-R productions.com, LinkedIn, and Facebook. You can also email me at Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A, at dreamerproductions.com. All links will be provided in the show notes. This episode was produced by Dreamer Productions and hosted, written, and edited by me, Gina Isham. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on Earth.